The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. It's all about who you know, or at least that's how the saying goes. But if you're going to a conference or an industry show this summer, how do you make that trip into your company's next big deal or your next career opportunity? I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. Today, I'm joined by Erica Lacentra. She's chief marketing officer for RCN Capital. Erica, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me, Mike. Erica is also a contributor to NMP Magazine, and you actually wrote about this for our latest issue. Why, why focus on it right now? I think it's so topical right now because um, from August to about December is really the busiest time for trade shows and events in the mortgage industry. So I couldn't think of a better time to cover the topic of networking. And how do people sort of get prepared for this? I mean, certainly they, you know, anybody listening to us probably has experience with with job interviews. How do they get prepared to do networking? So for networking, I think it really comes down to not only thinking about your presence at a show itself, but really thinking about your preparation before an event as well as post-show follow-up. So preparation before an event, you should really be thinking about what that end goal is and what you're trying to accomplish when you're on site. Um, And really scoping out what companies are going to be there and planning your basically course of attack when you're on site. And then also thinking about when when you're actually meeting these people, kind of scoping out what that follow up effort looks like as well. It can't just be what you're doing when you're at the event, but it has to be the pre and the post event as well. And so when you're when you're trying to be seen, when you're planning your presence, as you say, how do you make sure that you get seen, that you get time with people? Because you're going to be competing with a, with a lot of others, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's why it really comes down to what you're doing before the event. You want to be planning out your outreach probably at least a month in advance. And like I said, you want to be thinking about what you're trying to accomplish on site. So say you're trying to diversify your product offerings as a mortgage broker or a loan officer. You want to be scoping out what companies are on site, what uh, lenders are on site, and reaching out to those companies to figure out which representatives are going to be there, setting up meetings while you're on site so that you are insured time while you're at these events because chances are a lot of these folks have meetings scheduled. So if you're going into these events with nothing planned, you might not be able to have time and face-to-face with the people that you want to meet with. Don't miss the nation's largest show for successful mortgage pros. Originator Connect returns to Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas, August 18th through the 21st. See us at originatorconnect.com. It's simply the greatest mortgage conference in the known universe. OriginatorConnect.com. And then once you get these meetings, because time is so competitive and and you're trying to beat out a field of others, I mean, did you just walk in and sort of wow them with your knowledge or wow them with your products? Or or 
How do you go about those conversations? So I always recommend that people just don't go in hot with the business conversation. You really want to make a genuine connection with these people and they are people. So make sure that you're taking the time to actually connect with them, like get to know them on kind of that personal level and then talk the business conversations because people want to work with people that, you know, they have a genuine connection with. So, you know, Ask them questions about themselves. Ask them about what brought them into the industry. Ask them about their products and things like that before you really get into the nitty gritty of business first. That's going to help you stand out um, against some of those other competitors. And I mean, I know this is kind of cliche, but offer to take them for a drink down at the bar. A lot of business in the mortgage industry happens at the bar versus the trade show floor. It does help you stand out. Um, and sometimes these people are the people that want to do business with the people they grab a beer with versus the people that they talk to on the show floor all day long. Yeah. You never know where it's, whether it's a job opportunity or a sale, you never know where it's going to come from. And it's not always those formal meetings. I know I've, I've had actually several jobs in journalism, just planning events with people, not really trying to get a job. And then they're just impressed and they say, wow, well, I want you on my team. So you never really know when that opportunity is going to present itself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At any sort of trade show or conference to make sure you always have business cards on you because you truly never know when you're actually going to run into somebody that might have the next big opportunity for you. And then once it's over, you know, as you mentioned, you're competing with a lot of others for somebody's time. You're going to be competing after the fact for whatever your goal was. You know, how do you handle after the fact? You know, you mentioned, you know, being prepared for once the meeting is over. Do you want to take a a, a cool approach, not seem too anxious or desperate? Or do you just want to get in there and hammer the point home? So I think it's really important to be timely with your follow-up. I wouldn't wait longer than a week to really follow up with folks. But again, I think it's important to make an impression when you're doing follow-up with folks. So I always um, implore upon people to mention the conference that you met the person at in your follow-up email. Again, follow-up as soon as possible, um, definitely within a day or two, um, no more than a week's time. If you can, definitely take notes in a conversation when you're having it with a person on site. I usually write notes on a business card after they uh, hand it to me just so I can say, okay, this is what we talked about, and I can reference it in a follow-up email. Um, and then I kind of put the ball in that person's court and say, when is a good time for us to follow up on this discussion? It really makes it so you're not seeming as aggressive in your approach. And it kind of, again, puts the ball back in that por- person's court so that they have time to kind of consider the opportunity and then follow up with you. If they don't get back to you, then you can kind of do a similar approach and kind of follow up in maybe a couple days time. But it definitely helps to be proactive in that respect. Yeah, we don't want to follow Vince Vaughn's voice in, in Swingers when he tells John Favreau not to call a woman for at least two days after a date <laughs> in that casual. You certainly want to, in this situation, you certainly want to sort of show your your go-getness here. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, have those small little things to show the connection that you guys had and also show that uh, that person made a kind of an impact on you. It definitely helps stand out against some of your competitors. Well, certainly some timely advice. Erica, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you again for having me. We'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more Here's about the rest becoming of your a partner headlines and starting your journey to greatness. 
JP Morgan Chase reported $8.6 billion in earnings in the second quarter. That's down 28% from a year ago. But the bigger news might be that CEO Jamie Dimon is warning about what's to come in the U.S. economy. He said that inflation, uncertainty about interest rates, and the ongoing war in Ukraine are, quote, very likely to have negative consequences on the global economy sometime down the road, end quote. Diamond also said that the federal requirements that banks up their reserves will likely lead to fewer mortgages. Wells Fargo won a huge legal fight after a judge threw out a lawsuit from investors trying to hold the bank accountable for the 2008 economic crash. The judge said that the legal issues were already settled in prior litigation. Wells Fargo has settled three lawsuits and agreed to pay $2 billion to settle a Justice Department complaint. A group of German-backed investors were allowed to continue with their own lawsuit, although the judge dismissed a large part of that case, too. And finally, mortgage rates jumped back up after sliding to start the summer. The average rate for the 30-year fix was at 5.1% last week, according to Freddie Mac, and the 15-year was back up to 467 This has been The Principle, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principle at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.